Hi, I'm Mike Dilk and you're listening to the Relax Back UK show. The show that explores all kinds of health topics relevant to you, your family and your friends. Each week I talk to expert guests from a range of backgrounds to inform and entertain you. So please do join the Relax Back UK family and stay tuned. Hi and thank you for joining me on this week's Relax Back UK show. Great show this week. I really love talking to my guest. She was fun and I can really say I've never met anyone quite like her. It's Tammy Adams and she's a shaman. So what does she do? So I help people, guide them, direct them, give them the information and the guidance from their angels and on an intuitive level, giving them the exact plan and solution of how they can connect to their purpose, as well as connecting them to their soulmate. Soulmate to me is like one of the number one reasons why we've been put here on this planet. So whether you can think that shamans really can help you and you think that they may have lived many past lives or it's just good work if you can get it and indeed possibly even prey on desperate or vulnerable people, you will enjoy listening to Tammy. No matter what you think of her services, they're going to cost you. 500 an hour is my normal going rate. $500. Um, And usually people want when they work with me they want solutions so i would charge you know the going rate which is 500 an hour which is what i charge and then after that let's say they want to start working with me then after their initial session they go straight into a course or a program where i just work with them for 10 hours 15 hours whatever it may be so please do stay tuned for a great show with a fabulous guest thank you So my guest, Tammy Adams, is a shaman. She'll be at the Om Yoga show, which is the October 13th, 14th and 15th at the Alexandra Palace in London. Now, this this really isn't my world at all. And I started by talking to Tammy about kind of my mental image of what a shaman might be. Someone who might be indigenous uh, to the Amazon, maybe sitting over a fire, boiling up some kind of foul-smelling ayahuasca something or mind-bending drug or out-of-body experience type um, brew and uh, chatting to you 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 kind of um, you look like my neighbor or you know the lady next door in uh, in suburbia so I've got to start off with the question you know well a few questions really first of all are you a shaman and what is a shaman okay great question thank you um so a shaman is someone who's a healer right? It's not about being able to be this, um, you know, wearing a certain outfit or having a certain type of a a status in a tribe. I have studied with tribal people all over the world, Aborigines, African, many different types of African tribes, but mostly in the United States, I've worked with many different American Indian tribes, whether it's the Hopi, the Navajo, or the Cahuilla, it depends, many different type of shamans that I've worked with throughout my life, understanding the methods of healing. So that's the reason why I'm going to the Om Yoga show, because we have this huge, amazing workshop calling Getting High on Meditation. And it's one of the most powerful meditations and most powerful classes that anyone can attend to because it's truly no drugs related, no potions, no nothing we can give, sorry, maybe, you know, another person's service, but not with me. 
it's almost like as if you can feel as though you have been induced with this magic medicine that helps to create massive amount of healing with inside of you and changes the frequency within your body okay, on so, every level. So th this, this is something that you're going to do at the Om Yoga show, which is, is absolutely okay. It's called getting high on meditation. There's not a lot of space left. So people do need to book because it's a, um, it's called the panorama workshop and it's getting high meditation. I don't know what room it's in, but it says the panorama workshop and it's on Sunday at one 30 through two 30, but it's one of the ones that people have to pay for. So mm -hmm. that's a little bit unfortunate. It's 10 to 14 pounds, I think. And all the proceeds go to the nonprofit, which is the house of angels foundation to help kids. All right. And, and so how many people are attending or how many people can attend? Do you know, 300. 300. Okay. That's quite a few. Well, you, wherever I go, you're usually overbooked. That's usually how it works with me. So last time I was in London, I can't remember when the last time I was in London, it was before COVID and people, there was not enough room. People had to stand outside of the room because there was, everything was sold out. So that's why I'm giving a warning. Now, if you want to come, this is an opportunity because it'll really be life-changing. All right. Well, I, Perhaps a bit later, I want to get into the details of what that will uh, entail. But I, I, I had a sneaky peek at your your website, and you've got a kind of list yes. of things that you you yes. do for people. So maybe you could kind of list a couple of them, give us an idea of uh, how you uh, how you help people, what you do for people. So when I ever since I was a little girl, I've always been intuitive. So I've never been confused with whether I was intuitive or understood about healing or knew how to heal. I was never confused whether I was talking to God or angels. I always knew that was true. So since I was very young, I've traveled the world with many different teachers, literally understanding how to continue to critique my abilities and understanding how to use my gifts, but also functioning in the modern day world that we live in in 2023, which back then was, you know, only 21 years ago. So not that many years ago. So one of the things that we forgot, because <laughs> I'm only 21, you know, <laughs> Sorry, right. I, I I figured it out. I figured out what you what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> I am kind of slow, but I'm not that slow. It's all right. <laughs> so, anyways, um, so I used to live in Yugoslavia with the visionaries who communicate with the Virgin Mary, um, and they were considered prophets. So, ever since I was young, I was considered a prophet. But okay, I didn't. Actually. Sorry, I'm just gonna. I also read on your website you went to a Catholic school. Is that right? I did. Did you, yeah, I bet you I'm got Jewish into trouble Italian. saying actually so I can was a talk lot to of... angels. I bet I bet you got into big trouble there. That's that kind of always thing in trouble. I was Mike. I was always in trouble. The beating stick, you know, the ruler. That's real. They really did beat children with rulers. I was beat all the time. The principal would pull me by the ear and pull me and take me in the yeah. It was pretty bad. <laughs> but you know the tr the truth is, God bless them. They just don't know. They they just don't understand spirituality. You know, and that's why I'm not a nun today. I was going to be a nun. I lived in several different convents around the world. I lived in um, St. Andrew Prey over in Quebec, Canada. I lived in another convent that's over in the United States. I lived in another one inside of France. I mean, there's many places, Italy. There's many places that I've spent time learning how to become a nun, even with the Mother Teresa order when I knew Mother Teresa. But one of the things that I realized is there was too much judgment. 
And that's what, and there was also too much ridicule. So it was like, that, you know, when you're saying, did you always get in trouble? That's exactly how it was. It was always a whipping stick, no matter what convent you went to. I was hoping to find the right one, but it didn't work out. Okay, so you brought you branched off on your own, as as it were, on my um, own. Yeah, yeah. And so, right. So, you know, give it give it just a, a flavor of what you do for people. So, when I work with people, I help people to understand their purpose, getting them connected to understanding who they are and what we're here to accomplish. One of the things that every single person comes on this planet to reach is a a purpose, understanding what they're here to accomplish. There's a feeling that's within inside of us, right? And we call it, on a medical term, we call it a gut feeling. People like me call it intuition. So that gut intuition feeling is constantly pulling you a certain direction, constantly trying to take you somewhere that you don't understand where you're going. But that memory has been connected with you since before you came here on this planet. So before you came as a little seed within your mother's womb so that you can come to be a person, you have a mission, you have a purpose. So I help people, guide them, direct them, give them the information and the guidance from their angels and on an intuitive level, giving them the exact plan and solution of how they can connect to their purpose, as well as connecting them to their soulmate. Soulmate to me is like one of the number one reasons why we've been put here on this planet. Without understanding how to have intimacy and love within our heart and our soul, I don't believe that there's a lot left. Okay, so we got just my personal purpose. opinion. Finding our I'm sorry? soulmate. Find, we, so we, we got finding our purpose so far, then finding our soulmate. Actually, those I, are my yeah. two subjects. Those yeah. are my two things. Oh, I do. So that, that's it, those two things. I, I feel pretty things. lucky, actually, because I, I think I I managed to bumble into my soulmate when I was uh, still a teenager. So uh, from that point of view. And, you know, and that's that's true. Sometimes people do allow themselves to connect with their soulmates ever since they're young. And then what happens is, unfortunately, they deny the relationship and then they have regrets like people I work with today. You know, they're like, well, I should have wish I could have, but I was too focused on my career. I was too focused on my emotions or I was too focused on wanting to be free or I just wanted 10 other men or 10 other women. So they didn't want the relationship and they have regrets. You're blessed. Thank you. That is beautiful. I'm glad you shared that. No, I'm very lucky. Yeah. So we're, we're still married. And um, well, with a bit of oh, luck, um, she'll she'll come along actually to the Om Yoga Yoga show. So you might you might you might even meet her. I would love to meet her. Wow. Yeah. All right. One other thing which kind of intrigues me on on your uh, website because uh, you you talk about um, past lives. All right. Yeah. Say, saying that you live past lives. So absolutely. This, this is something. This this is just not in my world really. So, uh-huh. I've got lots of questions for that. Yeah. How do you know you've had past lives and how many are there and kind of where were they and when were they? And, you know, who did you meet? Have you spoken to any historians? Because I imagine historians might be quite keen to chat to you. Absolutely. Tell us all. Okay. That's a really fun subject, actually. I used to have a show called Karma Talk and we used to talk about past lives all the time. That's really fun. So when you talk about past lives, not every single person has the same amount of lives. So sometimes somebody could be 2,500 years old and sometimes somebody could be only 200 years old. So there's new souls and there's old souls. How you know, and and this is the part that every single human being, whether they believe or don't believe or understand or don't understand, how you know is that you have this feeling called um, deja vu. It's almost like you've been there before. It's a part of your intuition, but when you're in a past life, It's also like you're having a deja vu past memory. 
So sometimes we'll be sleeping, sometimes we'll be awake, and you have this memory or this information of a time zone of something that you should have not understood or known of because you haven't practiced that yet today. So it's almost like your soul remembers that experience. Does that make sense? Do you want me to explain it better? No, I, I think it makes sense. I mean, a, a, a so, bit of you remembers what you've done before. In your before. past. So your soul. So there's this really amazing, and I give it to people all the time. There's this amazing movie that I suggest people to watch called I Origin. And I know it's a Hollywood movie, but it's a great way of understanding how past lives and science kind of mixes together and how there's a part of us that leaves a trace. Every single one of us has a trace of what's happened before in our past life. Whether, like, say you're afraid of fires. Well, maybe something happened and you died in a past life with fire. Say you're afraid of drowning. Maybe you died in a past life and drowned. Or say... Yeah, but I, I mean, it's pretty sensible to be afraid of fires and pretty sensible to be afraid of, of you know, drowning. It's, I mean, that, that you don't have to have had a past life for that. No, but yeah, and that's true. But some people have a panic. And I'm not talking about a normal fear. I'm talking about more like a phobia. You know, right. more of something that's more very much more dramatic than a normal fear of every day. Just like, oh, what if I die in a fire? I mean, I don't think that I'm going to die in a fire, you know, and some people come to me and they say, I have this phobia, this fear that I'm going to die in a fire and I can't get rid of it. But they're not around fire. They haven't had a negative experience. There's nothing that in any way, shape or form that they should be having that type of emotion or that type of fear. And there's nothing science-based that shows that there, there should be a reason for this. So they've been to psychologists, they've been to therapists, they've been to whoever they've been to. And I'm usually the last resort, obviously, because I work with people on such a different realm. So because of me being the last resort, which is usually my first name, last resort, and then, you know, the secret, you know, the hidden secret. Once people come to me, it's like I'm able to see and understand. And then we'll go into a meditative, kind of like hypnosis. You know, we'll go into this type of hypnosis and this meditation where they start seeing that memory and then allowing themselves to let go of that memory and letting go of that fear. This is just fear-based. But when you're talking about karmic relationships, I believe also that we have karmic relationships with friends, family, partnerships, associates. And I believe that many of us have relationships from past lives that seemed familiar, kind of like how, when you were connected with your wife, did you feel like you've known her before when you met her or did you just feel like you didn't know her before? Did it seem familiar? No, it seemed, it seemed wholly unfamiliar. It seemed unfamiliar. Completely. Usually when people, when usually when people connect with their soulmate, it's always a feeling of I've known you before. Um, who were you? Who are you? And when people connect with their soulmate, it's like an automatic clinging and a feeling of, I know you. It's not a feeling of uncertainty because usually when people connect with their soulmates, it's because they've connected before in a karmic past life. Right. Okay. Well, so I'm, I, I don't know if you're getting through talking to me that I, I'm, I, I like to think I'm open to all kinds of different things. Absolutely. But I, I, you know, you're, I, I'm struggling here with, with okay. this, I have to say. Now, I, I, I get deja vu. Sometimes yep. I get it a lot and sometimes yeah. I go for months or years without at all getting it's it. It's normal. And I, my thought is that, you know, it's just, I don't know, a, a misfiring of my brain or, 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 or whatever. And 
you know, we all have worries. Some of our worries are, you know, frankly, uh, not based on anything, and they might worry us. You know, people are scared of spiders, but you know, Absolutely. I'm sure I'm sure they haven't been. I despise spiders. Them. I don't yeah. like spiders. Yes, I'm sure I you weren't eaten by a spider in a past life no, because actually they're tiny and they can't do anything. No. What I'm trying to get across is I'm struggling with kind of how does this work? Well, what I'm really thinking is do your best to put if you persuade okay. me because so, I, so, I'm, I'm not persuaded okay. at the moment. I see. Okay, so I'm convince you. To be persuaded, but right now I'm not. <laughs> okay, this is the best way to persuade you and to help you to understand. So, do you believe that your life, you you're born and then you die and then nothing happens after and it's the end? Do you believe that? Okay, so I'm probably like many many people and a little bit too lazy to really think about it. Okay, well most of us do believe that. Most of us believe that we wake up. Are, we're born and then we die. Okay. A lot of people believe that because right. they believe that if they allowed themselves to understand that we've been here before, that means we have too much work. That means we've come here for a reason. But if you allow yourself to think, let's just use Jesus as an example. He died. He was dead for three days. Right. And then he came back and he rose again. Then let's use Lazarus who he rose from the dead. Lazarus died. Jesus woke him up from the dead. When you allow yourself to think of some of the things that have happened just through, you know, history of many religions and many, you know, even when it comes to um, the Dalai Lama, right? He was tested when he was a little boy and he was told, which shoes used to be yours? Which glasses did used to belong to you? And his soul remembered. He didn't have a lucky guessing. He knew. And you get tested like this all the time through life. We're always allowing ourselves to have to remember, why did we come here? Why did we come on this planet? Why did we allow ourselves to make a choice again? For us to think that life is just possibly maybe a hundred years if we're lucky of life and then we're dead and there's nothing to it is very, in my opinion, narrow-minded, but also very sad, you know, more than narrow-minded it's sad. Because we're allowing ourselves to believe that we live, we breathe, we die for nothing. There's nothing. There's, it's over. It's, it's what was the meaning of it? And to know that your soul, right? So you have a soul, you have a spirit, and you have a body. Okay? This creates the trinity within us. Your soul is the part that has memory. Memory of where you've been. Memory of how you've been here. And to think that every single person has a soul and we continuously allow ourselves, there's billions of people alive today. And to think that there's new souls constantly being recreated, 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 and not reused, like we recycle this bottle, right? I'm going to recycle this phone. How is our souls not going to be recycled? Like, how does that not make sense? I, I, you see? Okay. I, I mean, I, I suppose my answer is I've, 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 I've been too lazy to really uh, consider yeah. it. And I've, and I've, you know, I've never really had to. Um, well, it's not, it's not, it's not something that most people think about, but it's the world I've been born in and it's the world I've been born in many, many times. So when I came into this world, I remember my past lives a lot like the Dalai Lama did. So I understand it on without any doubt, like there's no way anyone can convince me that past lives don't, don't exist because I remember them. 
one of the things how, how many have you had by just by by way of being... um, thousands of likes okay yeah so but that's that's not uncommon it's not like i'm an uncommon person living thousands of lives you know there's a lot of people who've come here many times remembering who they were exactly like i mentioned to you a moment ago the dalai lama coming here so that we can create peace gandhi so we can create peace you know helping to open doors and making movement in this world so that we can open doors to help to create healing and peace. What is the number one thing that has been creating disruption on this planet for thousands of years is religion, right? So there's always somebody who's recreated and come back from a past life so that we can create peace again. Opening doors, helping people to understand it's not about fighting guys. It's about peace. It's about connection. It's about love. It's about passion. And we forget that. And the more we connect with our soul, spirit, and body, then all the doors start allowing themselves to open. And then we start having more of a center with inside of us. And then everything that we want in life, every door that we're trying to open, opens because we're centered and we're aligned with our path. When you have the knowledge and the memory and the knowing of who you were and where you've been, it's not about bringing up fears like I mentioned in the beginning. It's really about connecting to that feeling of remembering why you've come here, right? So some people are just born naturally with this amazing gift of knowing how to art or be artistic, right? Art. They know how to draw. They know how to paint. I'm the farthest, farthest. Like I do not, I am totally hundred percent not artistic, but a lot of people have this gift, not because they've trained like my daughter, one of my daughters, um, amazing artist. I don't even know how to describe it. She has not had art classes, but she could get anything and make a copy of it, you know, and, and draw it out of nowhere. Some people have that gift because it's something they've had before, or like you, um, there's gifts that are within inside of you that you have continued allowing yourself to bring out of yourself, but it's not because you've trained, you know, it's not because you went to school or had a degree and got a doctorate out of, you know, out of this subject, some of us just have these natural gifts, these gifts that we have that each and every one of us as an individual around the world has is a special gift that we've had throughout our lives. It's something that makes us special. Does that make sense? So you're saying your, your daughter, who's a, a very good artist, you're saying in previous lives, she was probably a good artist as well. A hundred percent. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I believe that the gifts that we have that are very unique and special to each and every one of us is something that has been carried on from other lives. That's a small example of what past lives is about to me. All right. If that makes any sense. Including relationships, like I said. You know how have you ever had a relationship or met someone who made you feel like familiar? Um, I know you said not your wife, but have you yeah, ever felt like so, I've known you before? So I I I I meet people and often instantly warm to them yeah. because I just think, yeah, you know, they're a nice person. Now, whether that's because I've I've known them before, I mean, my thought, as you can probably figure, is is not because I've known them before. It's just because I like them. <laughs> of course, and that, and that's the that's the common that's the common remark. It's not like what you're saying is totally normal, you know. But I just live in a completely different world, and I live in a world that understands it on a higher vibration. So when I look at that. I automatically say, Mike, that's because you've known them before in a past life. There has to be something that has brought you guys back together. And then when you have that relationship, 
it's almost like when you connect with someone that you've known before that you get warmed up to and you feel is warm and friendly and sweet, but is in my words, familiar or someone who is very familiar and you've known before. So you automatically have an attraction and connection with them energetically. You guys end up moving mountains together. It's always somebody that's from your past life that helps to move through all these different puzzles. And you guys make so much magic because it's something that's familiar. Does that make sense? It's like when you connect with somebody who is familiar you guys get each other. Yeah. And there's no, I'm, this I'm, 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 I'm very familiar with connecting with people and, 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 and actually I think probably thinking um, that it's um, both of us feel that way. You know, that's, so I, I get that. I, I'll tell you something else that I'm familiar with. This happens less yes. often, thankfully. Sometimes I meet someone and I think, Oh, you know what? There's something that's, about you. I, I'm, I'm a bit worried about. And that's the energy. That's, that's when you're dealing with somebody who has negative energy. Remember I told you about the soul, spirit, and body a minute ago, and I said it's the Holy Trinity within us. So your spirit, not your soul, your spirit is what gives off that energy of you're good or you're not good. So it gives this different energy and this different frequency of, oh, I don't want to be near you. I don't want to come near you because your spirit is feeling that yucky energy from that other person. When we allow ourselves to try to figure out if we have an intuition or how we're all connected or where did we all come from? Was it from the aliens? Was it from God? Was it from science? Was it from a star? Bottom line is no matter where we came from, we're all one being. And the one thing we all share more than anything is we share this gut intuitive feeling guiding us and telling us where to turn left, where to turn right. When you listen to that, whether you understand it or whether you don't understand it, when you listen to that, you cannot fail. You will only succeed. So when you listen to that feeling of, oh, I don't want to be there near that person, that that's because that person has negative energy. And every single human being radiates at a different frequency. And when you feel somebody who has negative energy and you listen to that intuition, what's going to happen? You're going to benefit from it. Certainly, I've, I've been in a position where I haven't followed let's let's call it our gut feeling because every, every, yes. everybody whether you you get think about past lives or believe in past lives or whatever I think everybody knows this sort of idea of a gut feeling what whatever that is and sometimes yeah. uh, I've ignored it most people have yeah and and, and gen, you know generally when I've done that it hasn't gone too well <laughs> for whatever reason <laughs> And I'm so glad and thank you for sharing that because guess what? That's exactly why I say, listen to your intuition, your gut feeling. <laughs> the reason why is because when we go against the intuition, listening to our guardian angels, listening to our guides, listening to who it is that's trying to help us and support us, whether we understand it or not, everything is about energy, right? So let's talk about Avatar for a second, the movie Avatar. It's like everything's energy. That's a good example how they tied into the tree, they tied into the animals, Right. Everything is energy. Yeah, so Everything. I'm my my background. Okay, I'm an engineer. All right. So I get when people talk about energy, I get worried. I say, okay, so what? We're we talking kinetic energy, chemical energy, electrical energy. What are we talking about? We're talking so about. I, the I get worried with just oh, it's the energy. Okay. When I talk about energy, I talk about the energy that runs through our body and helps to change the frequency with inside of the molecules that in the cells in our body, the whole energy of everything, even the earth itself, every blade of grass, 
the air has energy. Everything has energy. And when I think of those things, I think of how, like you said, you talk about health a lot, right? So I work with people all the time. And you said how Fritz had cancer. Okay. And then he healed himself. How did he heal himself? Was it his positive thinking of the manifestation that he did, which is energy? Or did he heal himself because he just knew how to eat more carrots? So I can say food is energy because food is energy. But the biggest energy we have is the energy we carry within ourselves. And when you change the frequency and the vibration of your thoughts, that's also energy based. And it starts manifesting and it changes the cells within your body and changes the frequency inside of us. Does that make sense? So to be healed, to be awakened, to be sick, whatever it may be. Yeah. So yes. I, I, I do, I was going to say suffer. I don't think it's like suffer. It's, it's the way I am. You talk about energy. I want to know, okay, what are the units? However, I do often find myself saying to my wife, oh, you know, I've got good energy today. I feel good. And then she doesn't <laughs> turn good. around and say, well, what units are you talking about? What are you talking about? So uh, she, I, she just believes you. Yeah. So I, I do talk yeah. about this stuff uh, potentially in a way that you're referring to. But absolutely. It does. You know, when I sit down and think about it and someone says, oh, he's got good energy. I think I want to think, OK, you know, is this electrical, chemical? or what? I, I, I ask kind of engineering type questions, partly because I can't help it because, you know, I'm a. It's, 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 yeah, it's in you. I understand it. Yeah. All right. Let, when let, you when a person is an engineer, like I, you just reminded me of a story for one second. There's a client that I work with and he was an engineer for the government and he literally he was dying of cancer. And he was given three weeks or three months. Three months. And he had um, colon cancer, he had lung cancer, and he had lymphatic cancer. He had a lot of cancer. Yeah, a lot. And I worked with him. And he came with me to Colorado and I worked with him in different places as well. And just by changing his energy and changing the frequency within him, he gained weight and he got rid of most of the cancer from working with him and was healed. He, he would eat, he would walk, he would talk, he would uh, be happy. He was digesting. The doctor just told him, whoever you're working with and whatever you're doing, don't stop going to her because this is your way of healing. People don't allow themselves to understand how powerful energy is. And it's not just something that someone wakes up one day and sits there and says, oh, wow, I understand it. So being an engineer, I understand because I worked with him a lot and he was extremely brilliant, which I'm sure you're extremely brilliant. No, I'm really not. (laughs) I think all engineers are brilliant. You guys work on something that I really don't want to understand. I'm not in that realm. I'm sorry. But you guys understand things on such a different level that you get disconnected from the different frequencies of the things that I work with. But somehow, some way, it's like almost like there's this electrical magnet that's going to constantly bring you back to the energy that I'm talking about. Because whether you understand it or not, it's just a natural frequency that's always going to bring you back there because that's what you're made of energetically. Anyways, go ahead. Do you have questions? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I am keen to bring it back to something else that you mentioned on your on your website, which is a yeah. bit more understandable for me because part of what I do is I, I run my own business now. I know you Good. help people that run their own companies. business. Yeah, yeah run business. their own companies. And uh, so I'm, I'm very keen for you to, to chat about that because it, it seems a world away from what we've been talking about so far. It, it seems more like, um, I'm trying to think of some of these great business gurus that, that fill stadiums and, you know. Um, yeah. You know, they're, they're, it seems a world away from that. 
Um, so I'm, I'm very keen to just ask you how, do you, how do you help people in business? So when people come to me, and because I'm intuitive, like I explained to you before, people come to me and they want answers of how to handle their business, how to handle their careers or their companies or whatever it may be. And one of the things that people love about me more than anything, and this is most logical um, analytical people who don't understand about, you know, the past lives and things like that. They come to me because I'm never wrong. Unfortunately, sometimes I want to be wrong, but it never ends up working out. And I give them the information that only brings forward prosperity through the gifts and the information that comes to me. So say you were to come to me and you asked me, hey, Cami, Shaman, you know, what do I need to know about this and this and this? What's going to happen with this deal or how do I handle this situation? And people come to me because I have the information because of my intuitive ability, because of my knowledge of how to tune into that relationship with my guardian angels and how to tune in with the relationship with your guardian angels. I'm able to tell you exactly how to handle those circumstances of business so that you reach the results of complete success. And people go through that all the time. Like a lady who I had a client this morning and worked with her. She has now a new position. She's now in New York. She's going to handle the position that she's going to be taking. And she just found out that she's going to be getting a couple hundred thousand dollar rates within the next couple months because of the work I did with her. You're mentioning a little bit how you help people in business. Now, my, I, I run a business. It, it's a tiny business. So it's me in my spare room. And um, if I do something which kind of isn't, we were talking about this gut feeling again. Yeah. You know, often it doesn't quite work out. But, you know, the, the gut feeling is, I suppose, the big question is what exactly is that gut feeling? Um, what I have noticed is if I mulled something over with my wife about my business. She, she's she's a scientist. She's not really working in the business at all. Uh, and then I don't do what she says. Um, normally, she was right. Now, whether that's just because she's cleverer than me or, or, or whatever, I, I don't know. Okay. So when I, when I hear exactly the way you described your relationship, but also the conversation with business, scientists usually do listen to their gut feeling. Not trying to give kudos to your mom or to your to your wife, but usually the the feminine people, moms, wives, the feminine people, um, females always have more of a connection to their intuition. So one of the things that people admire and love, like when I talk to them about business, is because, like I said to you before, ever since I was a child, I've been born with an intuition, meaning that I I know things I shouldn't know. And I communicate with your guardian angels, not whether you understand a guardian angel, whether you don't understand a guardian angel, they tell me everything about you guys. And it's like, I'm watching a movie or a video and I see. So when I talk about business, it's like, I see that whole scenario. I see that whole project you're working on in front of my eyes. And I can tell you exactly how to plan it, exactly how to organize it exactly how to handle the business with, you know, people you'll be meeting with or how to deal with the paperwork. And it's like, I I'm able to visualize it and I feel like I'm in the room and I'm spinning around and I'm able to completely make it perfect. And I see the different scenarios, almost like I'm pushing rewind and play, rewind and play, seeing which one works out 
and which end of the line ends up being more prosperous. And when I see that, it's almost like people are shocked, right? And, and they're amazed that this is, you know, how does this person, this intuitive shaman, life purpose shaman, how does she know this information? I don't know how to explain it in just a couple words, but I was born this way. It's not something that anyone can just wake up and say, I'm intuitive, I have a gift, and I'm going to start doing sessions. I, you know, studied with a couple of shamans. Now I'm going to go start healing people. This is something I've done, like I mentioned to you earlier, for lifetimes. So when I'm able to help you with business, it's not just focused on something I'm familiar with. I don't know how to be an engineer. I don't know how to be a musician. I don't know how to be an artist. I don't know how to run companies because that's not my field of work. But your guardian angels and the intuitive information that I receive from the people that are watching over you and the guides that are watching over you, give me those details. And then I'm able to give you the exact program, the exact answers of how to make it work. Okay. And people That's love that. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they do. Yeah. And and yeah. this is your business. You charge, you charge for that, I'm assuming. Of course. Yeah. For, for working with clients. Yeah. Yes, I do. Okay. And you charge them for everything. You know, for finding them a soulmate, for all, all, all this stuff. Absolutely. Yes. I charge 500 an hour is my normal going rate. $500. Um, and usually people want, when they work with me, they want solutions. So I would charge, you know, the going rate, which is 500 an hour, which is what I charge. And then after that, let's say they want to start working with me, then after their initial session, they go straight into a course or a program where I just work with them for 10 hours, 15 hours, whatever it may be, to reach certain solutions and to reach certain levels of accomplishment. And right. I have that's how people work with me. It's not just session by session. It's not like you go to the gym and you work out for an hour and now all of a sudden you have muscles. Okay, that's a lie, right? Those are those are maybe some balloon muscles. But when you go to the gym, you pay for a program, right? And then you sit there and you expect within three months to have weight loss, better health, and maybe a more fit body. So when I work with people, I'm more of the, the spiritual workout, but I'm not just the spiritual workout. I'm the spiritual coach that helps you to give you that knowledge and that information that even gives you the confidence you need so that you can reach the levels of success you're looking for. And people admire that. And I'm an investment that every people, every person that's ever made the investment to work with me has always reached levels of success. And people say, well, when I work with you, how do I know it's going to work? And some people have questions like, how do I know it's going to happen? How do I know it's going to happen? And I always explain to people when they question it, right? And they have doubt within themselves because they've already been to business coaches. They've already been to life coaches. So of course, you know, like I told you, my first name, last resort ends up being why they walk through my door in the first place or why they ring or why they've taken, you know, their friend's advice to call me because usually it's through referrals that I connect with people. And the reason why they end up listening to that advice is because there's no way I would have the details. So I've already helped them to see and to have confidence in the information that's been given to them, because there's no way I would know that information unless I was intuitive and gifted. So how do I know business things that are happening unless I'm intuitive? Because there's no way possible I would know that. 
So they know the plan is going to work. So there goes their confidence. It's just boosted up immediately because how would I know this information if I don't know them? So it helps on many different levels. I'm just trying to give you the background of how it works. Oh, okay. All right. Well, good. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you, you help a lot of people um, that way. <laughs> I love it. Uh, you know, they, they, they must see something in it to come back for more because, you know, $500 an hour. Although we're talking dollars, we're not, we're not talking pounds here, but it's still a, a reasonable sum, I would suggest. for Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I work um, with serious people. I work with people who want transformation. So I make for sure that when people connect with me, it's like kind of going to the best doctor or the best of anything. It's never going to be cheap, but go ahead. No, I was just thinking if I, I, I don't know, spiritual healing and uh, a lot of money doesn't really seem to go together. I, I'm not sure. I mean, it's not my world. Uh, and I've, right. I've, I've not spoken. People, that, people have actually people. asked that. People have actually asked that many times to me. And one of the things that I've explained to them quite often is that when you are allowing yourself to go to a, a priest or a, a religious person and you're asked to donate, you know, you're never donating a dollar, right? And you're donating to these places because I was in the convent, so I know. They're always donating a huge amount of money. When my mother gave me the opportunity to know Pope John Paul and to work in Vatican City, and live there with holy people. My mother gave a stack of cash this big. That wasn't for free. My education and my time that I spent with Mother Teresa was not for free. Another stack of cash. A lot of people have that that thought that doing spiritual work is going to be for free. But then why are we working for free? Then that means we're devaluing ourselves. And we must have been born as a multimillionaire so we can afford to work for free. No, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not suggesting you should be living on. A, no, I know, I know. I'm saying this is how I talk with people, yeah. and then I'm saying they're going, "How am I supposed to do that?" And then they go, "Well, no, I get it, I get it." So that's what makes them understand is that they don't, they don't see that every single bit of work that anyone does for you, whether it's spiritual work, whether it's art, whether it's creativity, whether it's science, whether it's computers. Everything you do when you're giving any type of help to anyone or any type of service to anyone, there has to be. And I actually never used to charge for probably at least 20 years. I didn't charge. And I was very focused on just being a spiritual person. And I used to feed homeless. I, well, I still feed homeless, but I used to do a lot of like spiritual work and I never valued myself. And then what happened was I start becoming really sick because I took on other people's energy and I, I, I was overwhelmed. You know, I was, I was so overwhelmed with work because I had too many people. And on top of that, people didn't value me the way they value me today. And it's interesting because one of my clients who's a lawyer and she was, um, I think she turned into a judge anyways, and she's just like this sweetheart. And she said, you know, she goes, Tammy, this was probably at least, oh my gosh, 15, maybe 17 years ago. She said, she said, you are devaluing yourself. And I said, wait a second, how am I devaluing myself? I'm serving God, I'm helping people, I'm making a difference. She goes, no, no, no. She goes, you're allowing yourself to be screwed. I used to charge like maybe $30, you know, like not a lot. Like I was so focused on nothing being about money. Yes, donate, yes, give to God. Yes, you know, help my nonprofit and do all these beautiful things I do in the world, but I didn't care about money. 
long story short, when she showed me and explained to me the logic behind business of what I was doing to myself, that's when I start changing things drastically. And everyone start honoring it. It was so weird. Yeah. Yeah, Let's 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 move on because we're we're just running out of time. Yes. Let's Let's just talk and just in a couple of minutes. Because uh, I'm sure people, if they're listening to this, are thinking this is very intriguing and interesting. It is um, very intriguing. What you're going to yes. be doing at the Om Yoga Show, and uh, okay, and all that kind of stuff, and how they can get hold of you. Okay, beautiful. Um, so at the Om Yoga Show, uh, it's not my first time coming to London. I've been invited to London many times throughout my life, coming there to speak, coming there to teach. The reason why I'm coming specifically to the Om Yoga Show is specifically for the class which is exactly what we talked about at the beginning. What is a shaman? Teaching people how to get high in meditation. The more we allow ourselves to connect to the vibration, the frequency of changing our energy that's with inside of us, it helps to take us into a meditative state. The more we allow ourselves to align the chakras and point levels with inside of our body, which I'll be teaching at this class, the more we allow ourselves to understand how to function in the world, deal with stress, have a healthy body, have success, fulfill our purpose, be on the right path, all of these other things that blend with being able to be in balance. When you become in balance with yourself, which I'll be teaching while we're there, we have the getting high meditation class. We have breaking the chains of pain. We have um, other classes, which I'm going to be teaching called the keys of love. And then there's another class that I'm going to be teaching love or lies. What are twin flames or soulmates? When you allow yourself to come to all these classes, the one that's the most popular, the one that I know is going to get the most attention is the getting high on meditation, which is the workshop on Sunday from 1.30 to 2.30. The reason why that one's the most exciting and most um, transforming is because it's the one that's going to make you feel like you leave your body. So for those who don't believe or don't understand it, when you come to this, because I've studied in India, And, you know, Om Yoga, yes, it's beautiful and it's amazing and I'm excited to come and join. But the teachers I've had spending time with these gurus there, you hold one position for 45 minutes. You know, that means I'd be having to make for sure to show them how to do yoga the way they did it back in the day. Right. And they're still studying this in India and they're still studying this, you know, in the high mountains and even in the Himalayas, they they have these different type of traditional ways of meditating. So when I'm going to be teaching the meditation on the amazing stages that I'll be while we're there at this amazing event, one of the things people are going to understand is how to connect with their soul, spirit, and body and reconnect with who they really truly are. Did I explain that well? Yep. Perfectly. It sounds like a great opportunity. And then how they can... Yes. No, I I think if people are going to be very interested, and I'm sure you're going to pack the halls... And uh, oh, you know, yeah, uh, it's so, yeah, it'll be fun. So, and not only that, um, I, I will be there as well. So, hopefully, we will bump into each other. I'd love to actually, we, we will for sure connect. It would be um, very fun to meet you and meet your wife. I'll be honored to be able to connect with you guys. Yes, but, but for now, I'm gonna have to say goodbye. But I'll say a big, big thank you for you know taking the time to chat. I, I think, oh, absolutely, you know, I, I love chatting with you. And, and so, I think, if people if people want to connect with me, I know you asked me earlier, but I didn't say it. They can connect with me through lifepurposeshaman.com. Oh, okay. 
You yeah. mentioned that earlier. You yeah. said, how do people connect with you? And I didn't yeah. answer your question. I apologize. So one more time. Lifepurposeshaman.com. Excellent. And they should be able to see me in the venue as well. But in regards towards the classes, I think they kind of have to buy the tickets and get involved before I show up because there's only a limited amount of space. Exactly. I heard. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Very good. Again, thank you so much for chatting. It was an absolute You're welcome. pleasure. You're welcome. Have a blessed day. Thank you very much to my guest today. That's Sharman Tammy Adams for taking the time to talk. Now, if you want to attend the OM Yoga Show, then I have five pairs of tickets to give away. All you need to do is send me an email and I will hold a draw, contact the winners and tell you what you need to do to get the tickets. I'm going to be there myself. I'm going to be showing the back app chair, um, which looks after your posture beautifully and uh, helps you work at your desk. Um, so please do come along and uh, see me and try out the back app chair. But until then, have a healthy week until next week. Thanks for listening to the Relax Back UK show. Join me, Mike Dilk, again next week for more fascinating interviews and chat. If you're listening to the podcast version, please subscribe, like, and share it with your family and friends. And have a healthy week. Until next week.